0: And welcome back to Animal Wise, the podcast where from playful to profound, Animal Wise brings animal wisdom to your world. I'm Lauren McCall, podcaster, author, teacher, and founder of the Lauren McCall Animal Communication
1: Academy. And I'm Bertha Eddington, Lauren's podcasting pal, digital (laughs) marketing professional, and much more. And we are so glad you could join us today. Today, we're going to talk about something that you've seen in the news and we've seen in the news, and uh, unfortunately, it's a, it's a rather serious topic as we've viewed this with dismay from all over the world, and our topic today is about animal poaching.
0: Yes, it's not only tragic to see protected and even endangered animals being killed, it's why they are being killed that it's so tragic.
1: Yeah, that's sadly, that's true. They are not being poached or killed because people are hungry. Although in some cases, poverty does play a role in the poaching of some species. But it's often because of primitive superstitions about medicinal powers of horns, such as with rhinos, or just for the beauty of their trunks like elephants. And they would kill an entire being just for that. So, while Lauren, while there are a lot of aspects to poaching we could look at, what are we going to address today?
0: Yeah, as you point out, Bertha, there are so many aspects of this. But today I have kind of an interesting take on things uh, from the animal perspective. Um, To start this, I want to say that some animals identify the humans in their world in kind of a unique way. For example, when I was on one of my trips to South Africa, several animals of different species and in different locations within the Pilansburg National Park, and by the way, that's like Kruger National Park, just smaller, um, they, those animals introduced me to the way that at least some of them categorize the people that they encounter. And I, I found this absolutely fascinating. So we're going to start with part of a conversation I had with a small family of hippos lying on the edge of a waterhole. And I began the conversation by asking, how do you feel about being in this environment? The hippo said, we love it here. It's safe and peaceful, and it's also rather beautiful. Our hippo energy is very different than many of the animals. In a way, we are a bridge between land and water animals. We can easily live and communicate with both. This is unique. I said, yes, very. Where do humans fit into this ecology? Hippo replied, humans come in many different kinds, helpers, keepers, and destroyers. And by destroyers, the hippo means poachers. Keepers are those who live and work among us. Helpers are people like you who love animals and want to understand us more. The destroyers, well, this is obvious, I think. Those who do not know, care, or want to know more or care. They see animals as a source to fill their own needs. Of course, these needs are not something that animals understand, and we cannot and do not understand why destroyers do what they do. I replied, It is hard even for helpers and keepers to understand. Hippo said, It's almost as if the destroyers are their own species, living in a world that is of their own creation. I suppose we all see the world in our own way. We choose to see beauty and try to be in harmony and peace. And we wish that for you, too. I said thank you. And I send you peace and love for those of us who are helpers. So, um, Bertha, just to be very clear, helpers are people who are sympathetic and try to be in tune with the animals. The keepers are the staff who work in the game reserve, and the destroyers are the poachers.
1: Yeah, I, that's it's such an apt description of, of humans in general. And I, I think that the hippo is so on the mark about destroyers when here she mentions that they see animals as a source to fill their own needs. So it's all about me. I, you know, that's the same with humans who hurt other humans. And again, it's all proof to me that we're all connected.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. You know, and it's interesting. I guess the descriptions of keepers, helpers, and destroyers could also fit humans.
1: So is that theme of keepers, helpers, and destroyers universal with animals?
0: Well, at least in this area, uh, more than one animal species I've spoken to identifies with those descriptions. So... For example, here's a conversation I had, also in Pilanesberg National Park. Uh, this is a conversation with a beautiful uh, water buck, which is a type of antelope with uh, lovely long horns. So I said to the water buck, "I was just talking to some hippos, <laughs> and they told me about people as being helpers, keepers, and destroyers. Is this a concept that you are familiar with?" The waterbuck replied, yes, and we teach our young about this, too. It helps us to explain that people are all different, some good, some bad. I asked, is there an equivalent in the animal world? Waterbuck said, no, no. Even those of us who are eaten by others think that we are killed for a purpose so we don't think of it as destruction. The need to survive is very basic and fundamental to life. It is not destruction. It is life-giving. But with humans, we are not so sure. We think that the joy of destruction and killing, that they enjoy destruction and killing sometimes. But then there are keepers and helpers, Most of the people who come here are like that, but not all. I said, yes, especially the humans who come at night, the poachers. Waterbuck said, yes, I speak of them. Destroyers, their hearts are black. I said, yes, we know of these people and try to stop them. Waterbuck said, thank you. We will find a way to survive or not. Until then, we try to walk together lightly on the earth, and I encourage you to do the same.
1: Tom. Wow, that is, that's, it's so sad, and it's just packed with so many messages. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, it's interesting that the Waterbuck is, you know, comfortable with the cycle of life that we need to eat to live and and that's not a destruction, that's another thing and to take a life for any other reason than to stay alive alive yourself is really tragic for humans and animals. It's just...
0: Yes, yes, it is. I think there were some nice messages in there and I particularly like, you know, walk lightly upon the earth. Mm -hmm. I love that idea. Mm -hmm. Um... So I'd like to share one final brief conversation with a rhino, who, as we all know, are extremely endangered. And I really appreciate the words of this rhino as they they kind of signal the consequences of human actions. So I asked this rhino, are you worried about poachers? The rhino replied, Yes, of course, we are very afraid of them. We seem to have no defense against you. I said, well, I understand people are sometimes called keepers, helpers, and destroyers. Is that right? Rhino replied, yes. We use it to determine which category people were. But now we are more suspicious. During the day, we are less worried. Nighttime is the problem. I said I'm very sorry. There are many people working to stop the destroyers. It is a very difficult task. Rhino asked, Is it? I think the hearts of some people are very dark and selfish. In the wild, Animals who are like that don't live long. Life is a cooperative effort. If you don't cooperate with each other, even other species, you die. It's pretty simple. I said, I agree, but a lot of people don't understand it. Rhino replied, then maybe our best chance is that people will die out. We do not need you as a species on this planet. I said, no, but I believe we are here to learn like you are. Making mistakes can be an important part of learning. Rhino replied, The problem is that your learning, your mistakes, impact the entire planet in such a big way. I said, I agree. Many of us are trying to raise the consciousness of people to help them understand about the interconnectedness of life. Rhino asked, how's it going? Will it happen soon? I said, I hope so, but I kind of doubt it. Still, we try our best to take the messages from the animals out into the world. Rhino replied. Will that help? I said, you know, many people intuitively trust animals. They know that animals can be trusted to speak the truth. Rhino replied. Well, we have deceitful animals, too. But they do not last long. Perhaps that will be the fate of some of your people, too. I said, perhaps, but we hope that change comes swiftly. The rhino said, we all do.
1: That, that is such a well, tough tough conversation and, and hard to hear, but it, but it really is important. I mean, it's certainly not the first time um, that it's been proposed humans are not the most important beings on the planet, or f- in fact, even necessary at all. Uh, still, I do believe that we are all interconnected, and the faster we embrace this concept, the faster our world will heal.
0: Yeah, I <clears throat> I certainly agree with that, um, and certainly in this time, we uh, we've been wis- you know witness to a lot of um, division and fractiousness within the human world, which of course spills over in into um, into our environment as well. You know, I kind of the way I see it is that humans as a species are truly blessed with a unique aptitude for creativity. And I think that it is within our gift to use that creativity to make the world a better place for all beings.
1: Yes, I, I agree, to use the creativity and to use um, our ability to reach out to others and just be there and listen for each other and, and help each other. And, and that's what the rhino is saying. And let's hope it's true for humans, as the rhino said, and it is for animals that um, people who are destroyers don't last very long.
0: Yeah, I agree. And, you know, really it's it's getting out the messages of the animals is the whole point to this podcast. It's why you and I are joyfully... Um, pulling this together, hoping that people are enjoying it. And, and we hope that people are also, I don't know, picking up things that are meaningful and useful for them in their own lives, whether it's perspectives or tips and tools that the animals want to share for us. I mean, that's, that's kind of why we're here today.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And we are all here together, connected. And we want to thank you today for listening to Animal Wise. If you've enjoyed what you've heard or found it helpful or insightful or however you found it and you want to hear more, please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform from Apple to Google, Spotify, and more. And please do tell all your friends family even perfect strangers and if your podcast app does take reviews please leave us a review we would greatly appreciate it it helps us um, carry on this work and again thank you for listening and we'll talk to you next week bye everyone talk to you soon